Hey everybody, welcome back to Garage Talk. I'm Conrad, let's go. I'm Ted, it's time to rock and roll. Hey, how we doing, Teddy? I'm good, we got a very special guest today. Very special. Today, with us, live and in person, top rope, Troy Miller, <laughs> a.k.a. The Franchise. I haven't heard those words in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> the Franchise. Man, that's gotta be, like, one of the coolest nicknames or... Stage names? Is, you say that. Is it a show name? What do, yeah, you, what, yeah. what do you call it? Oh, yeah, just okay. tagline. Okay, cool. Well, I yeah. think Top Rope Troy's pretty cool, too. I like Top I Rope I like Troy. that one, too. You when can. I was younger, it was cool, but <laughs> as I progressed in age and my abilities changed with that, uh, it was time to switch things up. And okay. the, the name franchise, how I actually got the name... And, and uh, that's a pretty cool story in itself. We might get to that. Yeah, later we, on. But first, I want you uh, to please tell your tell the listeners who Troy Miller is, what Troy Miller's about. Uh, well, hey, my name is Troy Miller. Um, I was born and raised in Grant County, uh, 1992 graduate from Marion High School. Wow, um, long time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, 25-year-plus uh, career as a professional wrestler. Um, past eight years, I've been a DJ for DJ Sound Solution, a local around the area, mm-hmm. statewide mobile uh, entertainer. Um, have a daughter. She's getting ready to turn 21. Uh, me and my beautiful wife right now, we have two children, uh, Riley, who's no longer with us, and Brody, who is about to turn seven next week, which is... Insane. He's a maniac. <laughs> uh, we are members, active members of Liberty Baptist Church in Sweetser. And um, we like to be involved in a lot of their outreach programs and mm-hmm. all the things that they do. Uh, also, let me see here. Uh, if you know me, you know my love for Air Jordan tennis shoes. <laughs> um, definitely a sneakerhead and have a pretty good collection going on. Actually, some call it an addiction or obsession, as my wife says. Um, Everybody's got to have a hobby, Troy. Right. You can't take it with you. you got to spend no. your money on it. Yeah, you, I mean, enjoy it, right? Right. Enjoy it. Um, that's, uh, so when you, when you say, it. with Liberty Baptist, uh, what outreach do you do in the community? Um, they do tons of stuff. Um, they always do a trunk or treat every yeah. year. They used to do um, big in the Gas City Parade before yeah. COVID hit. And mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, we were always in here. We always had a huge showing, you know, at least 100-plus people that would walk through, hand out candy and stuff. Um, we always do a yearly Easter program called Alive. Uh-huh. kind of competes with uh, the Easter pageant a little bit. Okay. I wouldn't say compete, but it's a different option right. for other people since it's well, it's always, you know, yeah. heavily attended. Um, anything that they do at the church, we're usually involved in some way, shape, or another. That's awesome. That's real good, man. Um, so, what what influenced Troy Miller to get into the squared the squared ring to to get in there and mix it up in tights and boots? <laughs> uh, growing up, uh, I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house, uh-huh. um, and every time I was over there. It was on the TV, um, usually Saturday mornings, you know. Uh-huh. Grandma and Grandpa's got the TV on in the background, wrestling boys pop up. And my grandfather was a huge Dick the Bruiser fan. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if you're in Indiana, um, you knew who Dick the Bruiser was yeah. in the yep. 60s and 70s. 
Um, so he would always go down to Indianapolis, uh, you know, Coliseum down there and watch Dick the Bruiser. And um, he'd always tell me the stories of the Bruiser this and the Bruiser that. Right. And, um, it's just something I grew up with as a child, and I never really – it was always on, but I never really thought too much about it as a younger kid. Um, when I got to be, I would say, I don't know, maybe 10, 8, 9, 10, um, it just started appealing to me more. It was, you know, the rock and wrestling, and mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan came on the scene, and, dude, I was hooked. Um, yeah. I didn't want to do anything else. When I when I started watching it, and and I seen you know the larger than life characters, um, the sportsmanship, the athleticism, just everything about the whole pro wrestling presentation, I said, man, that is what I want to do, um, and it consumed my whole life from that point on. I didn't want to be a fireman when I grew up. Didn't want to be a police officer. Didn't want to be a professional baseball player. What I wanted to do was be a professional wrestler. I, I just so you know, man. We worked together at RCA a long time ago. I was fresh out of high school when I first got that job. And I, 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 so I've known Troy for a while. Still to this day, when somebody talks about wrestling, they're like, hey, do you know Troy Miller? I'm like, yeah, I know who that dude is. I used to work with him. And they talk about you like, man, you got to go see this dude. I've never been to a wrestling match of you. Because didn't they used to do it at the Marion uh, Coliseum? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had them. All over there, the armory, or yeah, yeah. they used to converse the old commerce gym, right? They commerce used to, gym. wow, yeah. I when I was a kid, I saw, uh, well, with I'm 10 years older than Troy, so if we want to talk about age, we'll talk about me. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can remember going to the the Coliseum and uh, the armory, and actually, when I was in school, they even had a wrestling match at, at RJ Basket, Cowboy Bob Ellis was the headliner. Cowboy Bob. Yeah, yep. That's like, you know, Troy mentioned Dick the Bruiser. You know, I I grew up watching him in the the Crusher. Pepper Gomez. Pepper Gomez, yep. And an interesting story Bobby Heenan, my first wife's mom actually dated him. No way. (laughs) Yes. Wait. Yes. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. Nope. He spent a lot of time in Indianapolis and around this area. Wow, you learn something new every day. Mm -hmm. When I was growing up, uh, I would watch like WCW on uh, Turner Broadcast, whatever it was called. And uh, I remember I wasn't feeling so good, and my grandpa was still at work. And they were like, what's wrong? It turns out I was having appendicitis. So they take me to the hospital. And I got like two hours before wrestling comes on. So they're talking, the doctor's talking to my grandmother. My grandmother comes over and she's like, well, you're going to have to remove your appendix. I go, okay, are we going to be back in time for me and Grandpa to catch wrestling? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And, That's and, great. Yeah, because I, I was always a fan of the heels. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, for sure. I, for sure. For Like even, I, this probably makes me sound horrible, but. Even like when I'm watching a movie, I'm kind of pulling for the oh. bad because the bad guy never <laughs> like the bad guy always gets a bad the rap. The bad guy is always the coolest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and when I wrestled, when I I think I had the most fun being a heel. Yeah, as a wrestler. Yeah, I mean, they look like they have a great time. I'll tell you who was the king of having a great time. Who's that? Ric Flair. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for, sure. for sure. Yeah, that dude. He always had a hard time holding those gators down. You know? 
And I was going to ask Troy if, if was you more of a heel or did you just flip sometimes, right? Uh, when I started, I was always the good guy. Usually, that's the easiest way for a younger guy to break in. Uh-huh. You know, you're that white meat baby face. You're the yay. You got yep. that young, fresh look to you. And um, of course, all the, the old grandmothers and the young girls will cheer for you. And, um, <laughs> and you know, it's just easier to start out that way. Then, when your pro- career progresses. Um, you can either choose to stay that way or take the alternate route right. and try to do things on your own. So tell me, kind of what I did. How the storyline is. Uh, so what do you do like in preparation when you decide? Hey, you know what? I'm tired of being this good guy. <laughs> I'm ready to flex my Rolex. A lot of times it, it depends on the, the fans, the crowd, the people uh-huh. who follow you um, at the matches and stuff. You can usually tell how. They're perceiving you. Sometimes you just do it because you you do get tired of some people being annoying <laughs> or, or whatever. And you're like, you know what? I'm tired of these annoying people out here. And you just it just comes out naturally. Or you need to just switch things up to freshen up the product. Um, okay. So and it makes it fun, right? Oh, for sure. What's 100%. like? So we always discuss about how a lot of the officials in Indiana get abused. How the officials in in wrestling in the ring get abused? Oh, it's it, way different. Way right? different. Way different. Um, I mean, because of course they're in on. The, I mean, they they know what's yeah. going on. They know when to turn a blind eye uh-huh. and look the other way, and and when when to come back to the action, especially like in a tag team match yeah. or whatever. And, you know, I, I spent a lot of time refereeing when I started, and um, that's basically the name of the game. You do exactly what you can do on purpose to elicit that type of response from the people and just to get the crowd just fired up and worked into a frenzy where they want to actually get in the ring and strangle you. Because <laughs> the referee's he's part of the show too, oh, right? Sure, yeah, sure, he's 100%. a he's a inter, you guys are entertainers. That's what they call it now, right? Uh, that's what they call it. I, but I, man, I don't care. It's real. <laughs> they, well, they have real injuries, man. Well, I mean, you physically have to go through the, the paces you have to actually perform the stunts right um, you got to have a little bit of athletic ability um, and the ring is contrary to popular belief it does hurt I'm sure it's not a trampoline right um, so it's it's you know wood on a steel frame so there's a little bit of padding on there but not enough to really it hurts I guess you, you guys are from here you know Big Rob yep. yeah yep he came to a, a couple wrestling matches with before and he kind of toyed around the idea. I think, I mean, like, dude, you're a huge guy. I mean, uh-huh. Just your look alone would. <laughs> yeah. he, he took a couple bumps in the ring. He's like, I had the same for me. <laughs> it just looks like a neck injury, man. I, well, it, I it, hurt my shoulder getting out of bed this morning. And that's, and like you said, you know, look, you guys are athletes. Yeah. I mean, you have to be in, in pretty decent shape, don't you? Yeah, for the most part. What's and your nutrition look like? Dude. I never had no nutrition my whole life. <laughs> it's just now catching up to me. So. Is it? Yeah. Man. And that's hey, me too. Now so tell us what would be what's the scariest move for you to make when you're in the ring? Anything that I don't have control of. Okay. So up in the air, I'm guessing. Uh you can still have control in the air, but if so if you're not set or ready and you're um in the ring with somebody that's reckless, I would say um that's yeah. That's pretty the 
probably the most scariest. I was always a lighter guy, smaller guy. I mean, right. not a big guy at all. So sometimes, you know, especially starting out, a lot of the older veterans uh, would take liberties with me and um, just do what they wanted to do because they could. Yeah. Couldn't do it to a guy their size. So right. The guy my size, oh, I can try all this stuff that I can't do to anybody uh-huh. else with you. And, you know, this just, you know, throw caution to the wind and you're disposable at that point. So they just do what they want. You know, Man. Uh, yeah. Well, this is a crazy thing because, I, you know, going from the ring to just your thoughts on the backyard stuff, because I've seen some pretty crazy videos right. of kids or teenagers or young men doing some wild things <laughs> in the backyard, like with, mm-hmm. with garage right. light bulbs right. and right. Uh, <laughs> uh, nail guns. Right. That's just a whole different level. I mean, <laughs> that, they, they say don't do it, don't try this at home, but dude, I did everything at home. That's where I learned how to wrestle. Pretty much in my backyard, you know. Yeah, it's like reverse um, psychology. Oh, don't, don't do that. Don't, do oh, that. man. I, I, I see where they're coming from, but then yeah. also, if you love something as much as we did as a kid, you're right. gonna do it. Uh-huh. As far as the light tubes and all that crazy stuff, that's just being. I mean, there's something wrong in your head to get, do all that stuff. Yeah, anyways, but. like so, <laughs> uh, like watching some of these documentaries, Teddy, mm-hmm. where they take these little tiny. Razor blades and uh-huh. like nothing bleeds their like forehead. Your forehead. <laughs> I, man, I get a paper cut right. and I'm down for two days. Dude, that's just part of, I mean, that's part of the business as well. Yeah. They always say red equals green. Um, so if you're in a big time feud or something, you want to get that they call color. Um, you want that shown on TV, right? Back, especially back in the day. I mean, um, that's one way to elicit blood. The easy way. I mean, you can get it the easy way or you can get it the hard way. Yep. So it's better to get it the easy way, you know, with that razor blade and get that quick color. Like they said, red equals green, and that's where the, the payoff is. So. Wow. That's um, crazy. So what's the hard way? Oh, you don't want the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it both, and you don't want oh, the hard man. way. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah, I, Ted, don't get any ideas. You're not putting me in a figure four, man. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, that stuff really does hurt. <laughs> Well, I'm sure it's got to, man. That's man, what's your, what's your favorite finishing move? Favorite finishing move, uh, like from from anybody. From anybody, yeah, yeah. Growing up, of course, the figure four. Rick yeah, Blair, I mean, my brother. I don't know how he still walks to this day. <laughs> we, tor- we tortured that kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The figure four. Uh, I always, I always loved. Uh, Lex Luger. Oh, yeah, the torture act. Yeah. That ain't no joke either. Dude, him just, like, that is, like, just looking around and just right. flapping his arms. I'm like, yeah, that dude's getting ready to get bent. <laughs> and, and he was a pretty big guy. Oh, for sure. Uh, Have you seen him now? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. that's sad. I've seen him a few years ago, and he's, yeah, it's, it's pretty sad to see how he's been reduced. Something freak accident. I mean, just, uh-huh. you know, sitting on an airplane. Yeah. He was just turn, talking to somebody. And something just, went wrong with his neck his or neck something. Got, yeah, just pinched off the, the nerve because he's just so big. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's horrible to hear. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. But, but you look at it nowadays, you know, get, I'm sure you're like me. You could tell, you know, those guys would be gone for three or four months. And they come back and then they're just jacked. Right. We know what they were doing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But eating grass-fed beef? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> oh, hold, speaking of that, what do you guys think of the liver king? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please. He, I'm natural, right? Yeah, I'm all natural. <laughs> then he, tuck, he 
have been better off just to tell the truth in the beginning. Yes. Than to come out and then I'm like, dude, everybody, what? Everybody knew you're not, uh, and now you just look stupid. It's, and on top of that, man. And on top of that, like he he like there's no way he actually believed that people believed him. Right. Oh, no, there's no yeah. way he could. No. Uh-uh. But he 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 just went at it so hard, like seeing him on top of a of a cow with uh, Viking horns on. Like, dude, what are you doing, man? You're going way too hard for and TikTok, right? And eat raw <laughs> and eat raw liver, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> Other things, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm not about that life. It's like people are more forgiving if you tell the truth. Yeah. Yes. Out, yeah. Tell the truth. People would have forgave him, embraced him. Mm-hmm. It's been a whole different story. Yep. Now it's just like he's probably ruined for quite a while. Yeah. He's he's, he's got to be. Well, that's now you know not uh, the liver diet isn't going to work for you, Teddy. <laughs> You, you, Ted. I wouldn't even try it. Ted was hoping to get jacked. No, this, hey, I've walked in. This dude's working out. I believe it. Before I see the weights, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, he's uh, he's out here giving her hell. There's and, no way, dude. Oh yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Tell you what. Good luck for you. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, doesn't he eat like a, a cow or cow testicles or bull testicles? Uh, that's that's I'm I'm not a picky eater, but right, right there, I, yeah, I, I'd have to say, man, pickles and cow testicles. I mean, I got to draw, got to draw a line. So. Oh, so you're not a you don't like pickles? Oh, no, I'm not a pickle guy at all. I like I like like the hot pickles. Have you tried the Wickles pickles? Never heard of them. Oh man, they're freaking spicy. I'm I'm not a big pickle eater either. You know. <laughs> I, 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 can do, I can do them on a hamburger, you know. Just get them from McDonald's. Yeah, you know, that's whatever's on your burger. I can Man, do that. I but. bet that pickle will ruin a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, just yeah. a pickle on there will ruin the whole sandwich. Man. <laughs> Deanna, if she doesn't get that pickle from McAllister, she'll lose. Like right. it just ruined the whole. I was, I just send it back and give it to my wife. <laughs> Does she and like them too? Oh, she loves them. Dude, D freaks out about pickles. I mean, but, but Troy, Troy t- tell us, is it? You know wrestling. Anybody else in Grant County that you know has kind of dabbled in what you've did? Oh, uh, there's quite a few people actually. I mean, there's a handful of guys. Mm-hmm. They have a promotion ICW that still runs. Uh, they were running monthly at the Boys and Girls Club up until like 2020 when yep. everything got kaput. Um, they've come back and ran a few shows, but yeah, there's there's a handful of guys still around that still try to do it. So, uh, I know somebody who speaks real highly of you. And, uh, it's Justin King. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. He's, you He's know, a good guy. Sure. Yeah. He's one of the only guys that I've trained that stuck with it for the most part. Really? Yeah, yep. He, he just had that natural ability. The dude's fearless. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you don't know his own strength sometimes either, <laughs> which is was, was really crazy. You know, when me and him had some, I mean, the last few years that I wrestled actively, I mean, me and him, Tore down the boys and girls club. I don't know how many times. Wow. Like the best matches that I've ever had. Huh. And I mean, the dude, he just, he's freakishly strong. He does yep. not know his own strength. And some of the things that he would, he would just pick me up. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> so would some of these matches carry on outside? Oh, we fought Other... all over the whole building. Oh, man. <laughs> in the stands, in the crowd, up the bleachers, upstairs, downstairs, outside, chairs, tables, ladders. 
you name it. I, so how does that work with keeping some of those those audience members away from you? Because some uh, we have guardrails, of yeah. Because we have some security okay. guys and stuff like that. But I mean, we would just take it everywhere. So because I, I look at uh, wrestling like it, it's a real uh, physically demanding sport that has a storyline to it. For sure. And some people can't can't separate reality from you know fiction, right? So right. like they're like, yeah, you have fans like that that they don't yeah. get it, and it. I mean, I've had guys come after me before. I've had guys get freaked before. <laughs> um, I've got stories that will probably blow your mind, but it's just yeah, yeah. yeah part of it. You just got to always. Be aware of your surroundings when you're in that ring because you never know what can happen. Oh, man. Watching your back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Always, man. You can usually tell who it's going to be because, I mean, I would always pick out a guy, especially when that's a heel, you know, you'd see right. that guy in the crowd like that guy. <laughs> like, like, especially later on in my career, I was usually wrestle. I wasn't like an opener. I'd wrestle later on on the card, you know, uh-huh. after intermission or the main event. And uh, you could tell, you know, you'd be watching through the curtain, that guy's riled up. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. You're gonna get him going even going even more. So I will just jump on that guy, and then you know if he comes through the through the ropes, I'm ready. I mean, you got to stick your head through that ropes. They don't think about that, right? You got the high ground. They stick. They come in head first. I mean, it's game on. Like Adam (laughs) Vinatieri. So you do light him up. Oh, got to. Got to. I mean. That's hilarious. They, they get, I mean, like I said, I'm a, I'm a small guy. Most, yeah. guys, most people are bigger than me by right. nature. Yep. So if you're going to stick your head in that, if you're coming to get me and I see you coming, you're not going to get a chance to get your hands on me. <laughs> I like that. I do too. I like <laughs> it. Troy's got a little fire in him, man. He's got some fire. That's what I was always told. I was always going to be smaller than everybody, so. Right. Don't back, after don't back down. Right. <laughs> so how, how many years did you actually wrestle? Uh 25 actively pursuing it. Um, and then, you know, it's probably close to 30 altogether. I still don't think I've had my last match. <laughs> um, everybody always says, well, you got one, you got one more match in there. Do you ever get to see your wrestle again? Um, I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say no. Opportunity has to be right, of course. The right person, the right mm-hmm. opponent. Right. The right place, the right money. Um, you never know. Well, you just got to keep that. Money talks. Money talks. Money talks. Money talks. Money talks. Look at it now. I mean, the guys on TV, they're, some of these guys are in their 60s. Yeah. The Rock has really made, or Dwayne, right. I don't know what he's going by now, but he's he's really made a go at it. Sure. And now, you know, listen, man, I don't know, how much TikTok do you too much. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> I just put it that way. Yeah, I, I I don't like seeing those little screen time uh, monitor things on your iPhone. Yeah. Uh, yeah but he pops up Sunday morning and I'm like, holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> like it's up twenty two percent. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I'm a I'm a huge breakfast guy. Like, so some of my favorite breakfasts are like pancakes and French toast. Oh, for sure. And this dude. I seen him have like it looked like a whole loaf of bread for French toast, and just dousing peanut butter. And I love peanut butter on my French toast. I was like, man, and he's jacked like 
the world isn't fair. <laughs> I hear you. Like, who wants to slam a whole loaf of French toast for breakfast? Ted, Dude. you do that? No. No? No. Two loaves. <laughs> no, I get <laughs> They probably spends 12 hours in the gym and doesn't eat the rest of the day. So. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. They, they, the money they got, they, they've got somebody that cooks every meal for them. They weigh it out. And right. Got his own gym. and I still, If I had all that money, I still want to cook for myself. I, 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 I bet I, you wouldn't. I'm pretty, I'm pretty picky. Like when Dee tries to cook, I'm like, because <laughs> like I don't add any salt. So I try, like if I order, which it's very seldom anymore because I try and stay away from McDonald's. So when I order on the app, I, I put no salt on the, right. on the cheeseburgers. I don't know if you've ever had a cheeseburger when you order it from the app and put no salt on it. Totally different game. Really? <laughs> It tastes like crap, <laughs> but uh, that. But now I'm like every once in a while when I do have one, no salt, I'll eat the crappy McDouble, and and uh, it reminds me of why I'm trying not to eat McDonald's. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Friday's usually cheat day for me. So, uh-huh. what's um, a cheat day look like? Anything, anything, <laughs> and everything. Yep. You got a sweet tooth, dude. I do. What's that look like? Uh, uh, cheesecake? Cheesecake? Uh, yeah, I'm, cheesecake's okay. See, I'm a cheesecake guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know. So is Jeremy from IWU. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, cheesecake guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pecan pie guy. Apple pie guy. <laughs> Chocolate cake guy. Right. Yeah, pretty much anything like that comes out of the ovens. Yeah. It's right up your alley. Yeah, except for I'm not a pineapple upside down cake person. I don't I don't get into that. I can do that. Can you? I, and like banana bread. I like that. Or banana cake or zucchini yeah. bread or I I don't do that. Zucchini bread's good too. Yeah. It's a, a vegetable, guy. so it's good, right? I'm a chip guy. Chips and beans, oh, okay. jerky, stuff like <laughs> yeah, salt, yeah. like sweet stuff, like, like stuff, yeah. sweet stuff, but salty. So okay, yeah. chips, pretzels, beef jerky. That's 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 the stuff I get down. You ever have uh, snow's beef jerky from oh, the hi- hydration station? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah, dude, that stuff is yeah. serious. Every time we go there, we always like stop and get a big bag. But uh, like during COVID, I don't know if snow's was on a beef jerky right. shortage, but like they never had it. And, and uh, when we went there last time. I, I can't remember. I'm wanting to say it was like eighteen dollars for yeah, one shoot. big bag, and yeah. I was like, huh? "You can't hold the bag. If you want a piece of beef jerky, I'll get I'll you a piece. I'll give you the piece. <laughs> you gotta break it off. Yeah. You gotta break off a little piece." Yeah, yeah. Good. My, my wife doesn't care for it at all. My son, he's he's beef jerky fiend just like me. So yeah. if, I, if I'm not home, dude, I'll come home and what happened to my jerky? He starts laughing. I'm like, yeah. 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 Yeah, text me right. and let me know so I can grab some on the way home. So, what's he think about the wrestling? Uh, he loves it. He wants to know when Dad's going to wrestle. Again. <laughs> um, he's obsessed. So, I mean, that's kind of the only way I catch things. I don't really watch it now. Right? It's not the same product at all. Right. That we oh, yeah. on. Yep. Totally different. Um, there's no star power today. I don't think there's nobody that I can watch that draws me in that helps me. Suspend my disbelief and just gets me like, oh, let's see, let's see what happens. Uh-huh. 
these guys don't do nothing for me. I don't care either way. But my son, he's just like he's glued to it. He loves it. Um, so I'll catch you know some when he's watching, and then I'll kind of stay. We watch the pay per views together. But other than that, I mean, but he, I, he does. He he. Is, I'm trying to steer him every way I possibly can <laughs> away from it, but away from the line. Oh, away from it for sure, but. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. I got the hookups and can send him in the right direction yep. when the time comes. But as of now, I'm like, you don't want to go down that path. I'll tell you what, though. You look like you did pretty good for yourself. I had a lot of fun. I will yeah. say that. Experienced a lot of things. Did a lot of things that everybody told me I could not do. Uh, you come from Grant County. How many right. people actually mm-hmm. do, especially. Hey, I love naysayers. Right. Tell me I can't do Especially something. Especially being small like I was. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. told me I was crazy. I would never I would never make it. Never amount to anything. Um, and just being able to live your dream and go out and do the things that you wanted to do. And even just achieve a small amount of success. Right. At something that you loved. It mm-hmm. just, just, I mean, when I think about the things that I did, the places I went, the people that I got to wrestle and share the ring with, it was just... It blows my mind sometimes that, wow, I got to do that. It was yeah. so cool. That, that's what I was going to ask. Is where, where's the farthest you traveled to to wrestle? Um, see, that's the thing, too. Uh, like I said, all I want to do is be a wrestler. That was it. I didn't want to do nothing else. had tunnel vision and actually getting to be just how I got into the business and how I became a wrestler and just how things progressed it was crazy. Uh, like I said, I worked with Conrad at Thompson, mm-hmm. and then that – time I was in my 20s so probably the best shape of my life and just I was still I mean I worked you know nine to five job right totally consumed with being a wrestler that's where my passion was that's where all my money went to that's that was it just Thompson was the end of a means Mm -hmm. because you do not make a big misconception to being a professional wrestler yes you get paid but you do not make enough money to make a living on by right. any means, right. unless you are on top. You know what I mean? You have to have a contract. You have to at least be on TV. Mm-hmm. Even a lot of the guys on TV underneath guys at the time, they didn't make a lot of money. Right. So um, you always had to have that job. We were saddled in a job where there wasn't that much flexibility on how much time you could miss. Exactly. And um, if it was local, you know, if it was in the state, I was – I was there. Mm-hmm. I wrestled all. I mean, I probably wrestled in every armory in Indiana. Wow. Um, Kentucky, Ohio, Illinois, Michigan, around there. But outside of that area, um, dude, for a, the longest time, we were on mandatory Saturdays. Uh-huh. So yep. that cut out a lot of bookings that, mm-hmm. and a lot of opportunities. Oh, I think so, I'm back to, to that. I think we got one, one Saturday and a month. month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd always try to get, you know, the biggest show that I could on that Saturday okay. that I had off yep. and, and just try to make the most and maximize that. But just, and it, it got to be a, a thing where I know I'm not going to get there with just being able to wrestle as much as I could, but I was still just having so much fun that it's still, I mean, it could, like I said, it consumed my whole life until, you know, up until pretty much... I became a DJ. Uh-huh. Um, that was just by fault, too. It was just crazy. But I never thought about being a DJ. I never cared about 
Right. I mean, music was definitely our soundtrack uh-huh. to the road. Yeah. He was always on the road every weekend, and you know, I grew up in the eighties. So, dude, great music. Metal, <laughs> I mean, all that. Yeah, uh, bands like uh, uh, Tears for Fears, oh. and then The Cure, and right. then like then you right. went to Poison, right. to Def Leppard, Guns and Roses, and then the and then early days of hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Dre, yeah. Snoop, and all that. Dude, yeah. A lot of great music. And that was our soundtrack, you know, going from show to show, you know, getting, you know, Mm -hmm. put your earbuds in, get pumped up for for the matches as you're warming up and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. your music to come out to. Um, So, but that's just, yeah. So it was just crazy how it all just came to be. See, now now we, we can do another show with just talking music. Sure, why not? You want to play We'd musical to trivia? <laughs> I don't know about musical well, trivia. But okay, <laughs> okay. So you're like, I would see you do your little, uh, not your little. These they were cool videos, and you'd be talking like, "Hey, we're at the uh, Grabowski wedding, and it's about to go off." And I was like, "This dude, I wonder how many takes it took for him to get that right." <laughs> One take, man. That's like oh, everything I do. One I take, wrestle. Troy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a wrestler, you're allowed. Yeah. You have one shot to get it right. Uh-huh. That's All it. Right. I wrestled on, like, my very first match, I was on TV. Really? So, from there on, you got one shot. And, like, always, people always ask me today, don't you get nervous when you're in front of all them people? I was like, dude, I used to be in front of all them people in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> This is yeah, so. I, you know, I, when I was younger, I probably would have done it, but now uh, I'm a lot more modest. Uh, I, I don't think I could do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a while, but I don't think the tights have fit the same way. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so now now you go from ring to wedding, right? And you're up there. What is the most annoying thing about being a DJ? Is it somebody who's had too much fun at the wedding coming up there request after request after request? <laughs> Requests are horrible. Hey, play jump around Requests for the horrible. sixth time. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just put it out there right now. Requests are horrible. Um, especially from somebody that's had too much to drink. Because <laughs> um, the only person that wants to hear that song is them, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's hilarious. Oh, I, man, I, I seen on TV where they were having these. Um, they were DJ parties, but everybody had on oh, headphones. Yeah. Yeah, and silent they, discos is what they're called. Oh, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like fun to me. It's a big. Corporate thing that people are—I don't know—it's—it's it's weird, <laughs> I think. But a lot of people really have—I don't know—it's like yeah. a, the new thing. It's—it's it's in, and hmm. it, it, yeah, it just looks weird. I haven't done one personally. Mm. I've been asked about doing one. Um, we might have one in the works, but I don't know. It just doesn't look terribly mm. appealing to me. Yeah, I mean, I—I <laughs> I like I like a lot of noise. Right. So, like, so when you when you're DJ in a wedding. What what's like the number one couples song that they the bride bride and groom are getting ready to dance to? Yeah, um, anything by Luke Combs anymore is yeah. Like, that's that's okay. He's the man right now, and that's it. No, uh, 
No Jodeci songs no, or dude, Luther Vandross. No, not no more. Not no more. <laughs> not no more. I mean, I'm like, an old man. Right, right. I, I want to hear some <laughs> Luther. Sweat. Yeah, mean, you, don't, sweat. you don't yeah. get that stuff anymore. Yeah, just, yeah. Give me some Luther. You got to think the, the the people that are getting married now. Yeah. When they were coming up, like we always ref- go back to. I always tell people like the most influential part of your life is when you were in middle school mm-hmm. through high school. I mean that music that was those eight years in that that eight year span. That music is the music that you listen to the rest of your life, pretty much. That, uh-huh. yeah. that touches you in a certain type of way. So we go back, and I mean, so whatever was. You know, in 2012, mm-hmm. up right now. Yeah, those kids. That's what they came up to, and so like your Blink 182. Yeah, and, and your your pop punk stuff, and yeah, I mean, you play stuff like that. And Little it emo. Blows yeah, the roof off the place. Yeah, you still get your 2000s hip hop. Of yeah. course, that's always going to be a staple. That's that's, that's mom, I mean, that's mom and dad's music now. Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even Usher, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's mom yep. and dad. That's mom and pop's music. Yeah. And it's crazy Usher. to think that, but that's, Here we that's are. reality. Here we are. They don't listen to that stuff anymore. Uh-huh. Every now day. these kids coming up, it's that TikTok stuff. You got to be quick on the mix. You, gotta, I mean, if yeah. you play a song too long, people get bored, they'll leave the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, they got that short attention span. Right. So, wh- what's the length on that song now? You usually, I try to, I mean, I'm, I'm involved with a lot of record pools, so I get my music from a lot of places. So I pretty much will download, the, they have a quick mix version. Basically, it gives you the first, second course, maybe, sometimes just the first in the course. Um, but they get in, hit the spot that everybody knows, everybody seems to, and then you get out. Huh. So, so yeah. you burn through a lot of tracks. Wow. Really fast tonight, but. Speaking of, like, you know, those eight years, like, over the summer, the, well, the beginning of the summer, uh, you know, opening my pool and cooking out and, and having one of those refreshing, cooler Coors Lights that I like, I was thinking to myself, man, you know what? I really miss music videos. Right. I really miss them. Like, so I got a TV out in the garage and... Uh, I, I don't even remember how I happened up, upon this app. It's called Pluto. Mm-hmm. Do you know about oh, it? Yeah. They have music videos from 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2K, and and like up to now. And it, it's 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 fun. Like I'm like, man, I'll sit in there and I'll just sit and watch music <laughs> videos. Right? And I'm like, time just flew. By way, I did not appreciate music videos. I did not appreciate uh, couples only backwards slow skate. Right. Slow, you know. <laughs> I didn't appreciate I the Idle Wild days, and now, you. and now these kids don't even get don't to experience. Yeah, they don't even know. Nothing about it. Nobody knows anything about the well water ice that you would get at the Idle Wild <laughs> with your Coke. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so at these weddings, what's the craziest thing you've seen? I've seen everything. <laughs> Pretty much like in the wrestling ring. <laughs> I did it long enough where I've seen it all. Yeah. Weddings. So nothing surprises nothing you. Nothing surprises me. <laughs> seen it all. I mean, you don't have to name names or anything. Have you ever had somebody come up and, and be like, this wedding's over? 
He's supposed to be with me. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> that happened, but I've had the bride and groom actually fight, and oh, okay. you wonder if what's going to happen down the road. Yeah. Um, I've had mom mad at me because she didn't like the music I was playing, even though it was what her daughter told me she wanted uh-huh. to play. Um, you know, they, they pay for the party, so it's their party. You have a lot of that. I, I mean, okay. you get songs that they don't want you to play. It's on a do not play list, and you have a guest come up and request it. Not going to play that song, and then you get cursed out. You're the worst DJ ever. Yep. You suck. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can't please everybody all right. the time. Just try to keep at a wedding, especially as long as the bride and groom are happy. I don't care what anybody else thinks. <laughs> Um, and as far as dancing wise, you just try to keep that majority, that main group on the floor yeah. at all time. If yep. a couple people are out here and they don't here, they don't like what you're playing. I don't care. Mm-hmm. As long as the most people are dancing and having a good time, yeah, right. You can be a sourpuss, and it's not going to hurt my feelings at all. Mm-hmm. So you ever have to go out there and get it started? Uh, there's been a time or two. I mean, I, I, I still get out there and you know yeah. bust the move if <laughs> I'm not above it. But yeah. For the most part, it's kind of like. I used everything being a DJ that I took from being a wrestler. Uh-huh. It's what's so crazy. Um, just my personalities what got me my job being a DJ. Um, like I said, I didn't know nothing about music. All of that's just come over the years. Yeah. And uh, just I just took that personality from the ring behind the turntables okay. and just turned it up. You know what I mean? And just So it's the showmanship of sure, it. Sure, it's part of it. And then just learning how to... Um, manipulate a crowd, um, mm-hmm. just like I did in the wrestling ring. Um, do certain things to, you know, there's certain songs you can use as like a, like a tool, like Usher, yeah, or whatever. If you, if yeah. you have people and um, if they're starting to get tired, you know, and people start leaving the dance floor, that's when, you know, you turn on a slow song, get the older people out, or you play an oldie. And you just got to read the crowd and just play with things and uh, slowing down again. Okay, what do I need to do? Boom. You drop Usher, yeah. Nine times out of ten, you're going to pack the dance floor. They're, they're turning so, around. That's they're, my they're jam. They're turning. Nope. Just like that. That's my jam. Um, so, and then there's times you'll put on a song that's not so, you know, if you if you know they've been dancing hard and you warm them out, some people start leaving, then you put on something to clear the dance floor a little bit, give them a little bit of a break. And you just got to, you know, just got to know how to manipulate people and play with their emotions. And that's, that's cool. That's well, part of the fun as yeah. well. Well, it, 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 and while we're on this subject, go ahead, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit, a little bit about your business, what it's called, what kind of and where you just can be weddings reached. or what else, right. what else you, right. what other parties or whatever okay. you well, guys first, do. Well, it's not my business. I work for a guy named Jason Carpenter. Um, he used to live here in Grant County as well. He started DJ Sound Solution um, in 1995, I believe. Um, He's since moved to Fishers. Um, that's where most of our business is down in Indianapolis. Um. It's just a bigger market, and we're just businesses. I mean, it's just crazy. It's through the through the roof. Um, I'm DJing two or three nights a week sometimes. Wow. Um, so business has been great. Um, but yeah, DJSoundSolution.com is where you can find us for pretty much. I mean, we do graduations, we do birthday parties, um, we do school dances, uh, we do a trivia night um, every once in a while as well. But uh, Pretty much what we're known for is just weddings. Right. Um, that's our main focus on just, you know, working with a couple from the time they get engaged and book us until all the way up until, you know, they say their I do's and just try to give people a great experience all the way through the whole planning process and making sure they have a perfect day. Because, yeah. I mean, so, everybody knows a DJ, you know what I mean? Right. Oh, my, 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 
my brother-in-law's a DJ or my cousin's a DJ. <laughs> Everybody's a DJ, but that's what we specialize in. So, I mean, you're not going to have any hiccups. Uh, we use all professional equipment. Um, up, I mean, professional lighting. Uh, we just handle everything, every little detail that your cousin or somebody may not think of. You know, it's what we do for a living, so we're definitely going to take great care of you and make sure your day is Sounds good. So sounds DJ Solution dot com. Sounds DJ Sound Solution. DJ Sound Solution. Now, like speaking of your equipment, how long does it take you to set up and then tear uh, down? Right now, I mean, I use pretty state of the art stuff. I use line array speakers, uh, so they go up super quick. Um, I, I bring everything I bring in is on a hand cart. Uh-huh. So you know, I got my mixer, I got my speakers, uh, plug in my microphones, uh, set up my lights. I can be set up in 20 minutes. Really? And uh, be torn down and out of the place in 15, so. Man. In and out. That wouldn't be out. bad. In and out. And rock the house. Man. So wow. you're, like you said, you're you're doing it two or three days a week, so. And most of my time is, is, is wind chill time. <laughs> Pretty much just like, you know, being a wrestler is a lot of sit around and waiting, hurry up and waiting. You get to a place. Um, always make sure I arrive at least, you know couple hours early because uh-huh. you don't want to set something up and then oh no i don't i forgot something right or, or something don't work or with electronics yeah. you guys know running a podcast yeah sometimes you push a button and that button <laughs> do and something's not plugged in right or something crazy's going on you're like what the heck nobody so, nobody knows panic like technology right, panic for sure yeah so i'm always in plenty of time especially i'm always driving so um you know traffic flat tire you right not ruin every every wedding is like the super bowl they say uh-huh. you have one shot to get it right you can't screw up somebody's wedding day you don't want to be the guy that, that does that <laughs> um i've been yeah. to several weddings where somebody's been that guy thankfully it's never been me <laughs> i saved the day and um so have you had people come up and be like thank you dude, you just bailed us dude, on this one dude there's been a lot of times when that's happened a lot of times so it's not going to be me that 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 drops the ball. I can almost guarantee you that. So, wow, well, it, 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 you can tell you're, you're just somebody that loves what you do, Dude, and that's you gotta love it. I can tell you love life. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's you gotta v- love very it. positive. And, I mean, you get paid to play music. At oh the man! Today, no matter what goes on, no matter what happens, you're getting paid to play music, uh-huh. put smiles on people's faces, and what's not to love? Make a move. Exactly. Right? Make a move. That's you uh, where you uh, live around here, right? Yeah, I'm still in Grand County. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, your buddy who who was like, you know, uh, he'd be a he'd be an interesting guest. I was like, I know, I know him, I know him. So I, I'd love to have him on, but uh, I'm, I want to give uh, Jeremy Jones. Jones. <laughs> and uh, backyard builder Eric Skeens, Ryan Horn, all his backyard builder crew, man, uh, they gave us the pleasure to ride on the reindeer bus right. during Gas City's. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Gas City's Christmas parade. Bus looked lights. good. I seen the pics. I'll tell you what, man. I I straight up love this community, and I want to give them a special shout out. Yeah, but, later. Uh, you know, back to Jeremy. He, he's a character in himself. <laughs> so he's gotten the ring a couple times. I don't know if, what? I don't know if he's told you. No, this. he's never told Dude, me that. He's never told you this. No, you gotta ask him. He's on my list to have you on here. Believe me. Him. Okay. He's put on a mask where nobody knew what his face was. What? <laughs> he's gotten the ring. I didn't even know who it was until I seen him in the locker room. Like, dude, what are you doing back here? 
He's like, yeah. It's going down. <laughs> oh. So. Did he go by Nacho Libre? <laughs> I don't know if he went by Nacho Libre, but he's actually been in the wrestling ring a couple times. I would let d- them fool you. I would definitely love to dress up like Nacho Libre. <laughs> that movie. Uh, but anyways, man, um, Ted, you got anything else? Yeah, let's uh, let's jump back a few years. What, what kind of sports did you participate in when you were younger? When I was younger. Of course, I played Little League Baseball out there. Lincoln. Powell Club. Powell Lincoln Club. Field. Yep. And uh, uh, like I said, but it just my heart wasn't in uh-huh. team sports. Um, I did I did run cross country through middle school at McCullough and uh, at Marion High School my freshman year. But, again, I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I, 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 my heart was in the wrestling ring. Um, and, actually, you know, when I was a sophomore, that's when I started getting involved in wrestling. So I was 16 years old, and uh, I was helping carry in the rings. Um, just, you know, hanging around the guys, hanging around the matches. Dude, we, I mean, I was at Mark Square Arena. Anytime wrestling was there, anytime there was a small show, a local show around, um, I met a guy named Cousin Bubba. He's a local legend from Fairmount. <laughs> um, he took me under his wing, and, and he taught me everything I needed to know about professional wrestling. So That's cool. Um, at a very young age, you know, like I said, 16, and just from there on, it was it, living the dream. While guys were in high school, you know, partying on the weekends, I was hanging out with men, learning how to be a professional wrestler. Okay. So, uh, just, kept me out of a lot of trouble in a ways, but I've seen a lot of stuff at that young age. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have seen Right. It. <laughs> probably shouldn't have been involved with, but it all worked out in the end. Uh, who was who the most famous wrestler you've ever been in the ring with? Ever been in the ring with? I've been in the ring with a ton. So, pretty much everybody. Who's your favorite? That I've watched on TV. Pretty much like. Really? Growing up, I've either been in the wrestling ring with personally or been in the locker room with. So wow, I've been tremendously blessed. Like I said, I can't yeah. even imagine. Just if you'd have told twelve-year-old me that I would have been in the ring with these people, I would have never believed it. But that's just how things played out. I used to be a huge Rock and Roll Express fan <laughs> back in the I day. Hated the rock and roll you did. <laughs> I liked it. Those bandanas that the yeah. two of the coolest dudes still to this day. Really? Actually, I think the last wrestling match I attended here in Marion, the Rock and Roll Express were here. At. Really? So, wow. They're yeah, still together. Still together, still doing it. What about the two LOD? Cool LOD. Yeah, Rotary Animal. Yeah. I met him before, hung out with him some. Another great guy. I used to crack up like. Watching WWF back when it was WWF and the right. Bushwhackers oh, would come out. See, that's, I hated the Bushwhackers with a passion. They were like so licking each other's foreheads. <laughs> I, was, I didn't like that cartoony stuff. I thought it was yeah. so stupid because that's why I like the heels because they were bad and tough. Yeah. And, and the Bushwhackers were a couple guys that just couldn't stand. And it's funny enough that one of my very first tag team championships that I won. I defeated the Bushwhackers to get. Dang. So, what? <laughs> full so, circle. Okay, so so the campy style, cartoony. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hacksaw yeah, Jim Duggan. Right. I've wrestled Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Really? Really? Um, yeah, but I've wrestled him three or four times. Um, actually, I wrestled him one time at the 
in Converse yep. at, the, at the school. Right? Uh-huh. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. That's real cool. Tore the it, building down. <laughs> two by four and all. Two by four and all. Man. I did a run in on him one time during a match, and that two by four, he did. I was closer than he thought. <laughs> <laughs> the hard way. Oh, the hard way. Earlier. Yeah, the okay. So, ouch. Yeah. So, are, are any of these like on old YouTube videos that we uh, can some find? On some on YouTube. Okay. Not a lot. YouTube, I, when I was younger, I had a video camp. Of course, broken RCA. It was had yeah. a camcorder. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> the, filmed, the great big one. Right. I filmed all that stuff, but you know, it was. Pr- technology progressed and everything right. moved to digital and I just never I'm not going to set up my phone to record a match <laughs> and all that stuff so a lot of that stuff if it wasn't filmed for TV I don't have that footage but yeah bet you wish you did dude man <laughs> man you ever yeah. wrestle any of the hearts the hearts no but Owen Hart if I had one dream opponent out of anybody lot of, I've done a lot of podcasts and they always t- ask me um, alive or dead, if there's a wrestler that you could have wrestled, who would it be? Owen Hart, just because our styles are pretty much similar, uh-huh. and um, I think we just would have made magic in the ring together. <laughs> Everything he did was just great. Yeah. And, well, and that's like you said earlier. Said that you're not one. Of, you're not a great big tall guy. Right. Who are some wrestlers that are maybe not really tall? That. I know Chris Benoit wasn't that oh, big, he wasn't was he? That big, no, he wasn't tall at all. Uh, Ray Mysterio, actually, yeah, Mysterio, yep. Ray Mysterio, um, Juventud Guerrero, another guy, another guy I got to share the ring with. He was one of my last matches too. Dude, talk about amazing! You, especially like when you watch these guys on TV, and then you go in the ring and uh-huh. you actually compete with them, and and step for step, hole for hole, move for move, and then you go in the back and I'm like, dude. I mean, they see a lot of wrestlers uh-huh. that come off TV, and most guys, they're not on TV for a reason. Um, and then they tell you that, dude, you got, you got something. Wow. You know what it is, but and I've had that with a lot of guys that I've wrestled, you know, that have been on TV. Man. And came off, and like Shane Douglas, that's how I got the name of the franchise. Pinned him in the ring, one, two, three. I'm the franchise. <laughs> uh, people like that, Just Incredible, he wrestled on TV, another ECW mm-hmm. former world champion. Um I feuded with him, traded the title back and forth with that guy. Um, that guy's been all over the world, wrestled so many different people, knows all the top stars. And when they tell you, dude, you're great at what you do. Yeah, that's. Uh, they don't have to say that. Right. It makes uh-huh. you feel good. Yeah. Um, they, 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 when people tell you that the only person that's stopping you is you, mm-hmm. um, I was like, really? It's my job. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, when I was younger, especially uh, my that's another thing. I don't give marital advice to any of my couples because I've been married three times. So <laughs> me too. I do not give marital advice. I say, I can tell you what not to do. Don't listen to me about marriage advice at all. But uh, my second wife, she put a kibosh on a lot of a lot of stuff when I wasn't working. You know, she wanted me home with her. She didn't want me out traveling the road. Being a rock star, she me home. She, you're leaving me and the kid. You're out playing wrestler, and it was just a bad situation. And uh, a lot of opportunities were lost during those years. Yep. That I could have possibly, who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everything plays out the way it's supposed to. I believe. So. Yep, yeah, I do too. I do too. I That's, believe I'm right where I'm supposed to be right now in life. Yeah. All the grace yep. of God. So. Yep, I agree, 100%. There's a reason for everything, man. Uh, I, yeah, I totally, no, 100% agree. So, 
So what do, what do you think about like MMA? MMA? Do you watch that uh, much or not? I do. There's there's been guys that I've gotten excited about for the most part. Eh, I don't care. When it first started back, you know, with Dan Sever and Hoist Gracie. Hoist Gracie yeah. and stuff like that. Those guys beat the mess out of uh-huh. each other. Yeah. It was great. It was just new and fresh and exciting. Um and then for a while, you know, the Ultimate Fighter, you didn't, eh, it was so-so. Yep. There wasn't a lot to get excited about. Then you got guys like Conor McGregor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so technical right, now. Right. You just, I would, guys like that, yeah, yeah you want to watch when they fight, of course. So, um, But I'm not like a huge fan. Right. The big fights and the stuff like that, definitely, I yeah. always kept up on. I, I miss uh, I miss the good heavyweight boxing, even the middle way. Yeah. Dude, back in the day, those fights were everywhere. Oh, Bernard man. Hopkins, mm-hmm. uh, Felix Trinidad, those uh, middleweights. Yeah. Roy Jones. Yeah, Roy. Yeah. Ooh, I, Roy. I actually saw him when he fought at Market Square Arena yeah. one time. Yeah. That was, you see, because I grew up back when it was, you know, Sugar Ray Lahren was popular, Robert O'Dran, Marvis Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns. That was Fighting now, back right, in. I mean, like Man, right now, Jake Paul, he's the one that's yeah. excited about. People hate him. Yeah. But, dude, that fuels his fire. Right. I'm like, you got to get the kid props. Yep. He's going you do. out there. He knows you hate him, and he's doing everything he can uh-huh. to make you hate. That dude's the ultimate bad guy wrestler right, right. now, and he's living the dream. He's Man. shutting he's everybody made, up. Yep, he's he made, is. He him. is. He's I made a very good living dude. getting people to hate him. Oh, my like, goodness. Like, people follow him. Right? Just to, just, just to hate him. him. Yeah. I know. I love it. And he's making money off oh, of it. I love it, too. And, I mean, and like you said, I mean, he's good. Oh, he is. He's not no fake. No, I love it. That's what the dude knows what he's doing. Me. People just, I'm like, dude, you got to give the kid props. Yeah, he do. He I mean, it's, nothing. Look at him now. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he yeah. knows it, and he tells you about it. He's just like, he's just another Ric Flair. Yeah. He goes after, he styles and profiles, uh-huh. yeah. gets off the jet, has his woman, and he just, <laughs> he, he just tells you how it is, and there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. If you can shut him up, shut him up. But right now, he's the man. Rick, Rick Flair laid down the groundwork for... And I'm so lucky right now that I got to shake the man's hand a couple wow. of times. Wow. Nice. So huh. That's like one of my bucket lists, you know, be on a show with Rick Flair. And man. It was just like, dude, I just got to ask you right now. Do I have permission to shake the hand of the greatest heavyweight <laughs> of all time? He's like, of course, come here, bro. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's cool. See that? I asked you about the MMA because I don't know if you saw it there night Monday Night Football in the Manning cast. Dana White was on there, and he's starting this new thing where they slap each other. Oh, oh no. yeah, I see. I, I was going to ask you how. How hard does that hurt when oh, somebody slaps you oh, on the real. chest? That's the real deal. I know. I, you that's can tell that is, but man, that's got to. That's got to sting for a couple minutes. Trademark like Bobo Brazil Jr., a guy that uh, I was fortunate enough when I started that he took me under his wing and he was good to me. So he didn't abuse me as much. (laughs) I mean, he's made guys' chests look like hamburger meat. (sighs) I mean, just he chopped you nine hundred times in a match, and you're just like blood coming out everywhere. I'm like, dude. I mean, you can't even take the shower water, oh, right? No. Oh. Afterwards. I mean, his hand is, is bigger than my chest almost. Oh, my it? goodness. He just crumpled me. Wow. Man. And that's what you do, of course, when you get a younger guy. Like, the wrestling business is so different today than it was when I broke in. Yep. When I broke in, it was very tight-knit, close. They didn't just give you all their secrets. You had to earn the veteran's respect 
mm-hmm. and they'd beat the mess out of you on purpose to get you to quit. They didn't want you to come in to be a wrestler. Uh-huh. You take their spot, take their money, take their bookings. They didn't want that. They were on top, so they would try to literally get you to quit, get you out of the business. Now today, it's so open. Anybody can be a wrestler that there mm-hmm. must be. Um, used to have to have heart. Now, heart doesn't even matter anymore, I don't think. It's all a show. It's all... Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It does. I, a, I can get fired you know, up about it. You know what? Uh, <laughs> you know what you... <laughs> Like I, I used to be like I'm never gonna be that old guy. That's right. things aren't what they used oh, yeah. to be. And guess what? I'm like things right. aren't what well, they used well. to be. I got that way for a while, really yeah. bad. Um, the last, I would say, the beginning of the last ten years, I was the cranky old veteran, even though I wasn't that old yet. Um, everything was terrible. I pooped on everything. <laughs> I hated everything. And I'm like, you know what? That's no way to live. Yeah. These kids are just out here trying to live their dream like I had the opportunity to do. Yeah, right. Best thing for me to do, try to get them to learn the right way. Yeah. Stop yep. these bad habits. Don't do things this way. Get somebody hurt. Do, for real. Do things my way. So that's another thing with Justin. Just He came along at the right time. I was able just to you know, just take him, show him the right way to do things, the right people to get hooked up with, the wrong people, the people you need to stay away from. Um, and just teach them the right things and the, the way to uh, do business the right way. Yep. Justin's quite a bit younger than me, but I remember I was in my early 20s, but... I was teasing, though. That dude's got a full head of gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like almost, you know, 15 years older than you, and yeah. you look older than me. <laughs> but th- those guys grew up in the jackass era. Oh, for sure. So, that's a whole different ballgame. I, I remember some of those kids like jumping off a roof into a bush right. and like. Uh, Justin's fearless. That dude's nuts. Sometimes I think <laughs> he would do things. I mean, he would jump over the top rope on me and just he wouldn't touch nothing. Just I seen him fall off ladders through tables and you know just. <laughs> He's fearless. He'd do anything. Those uh, Bills Mafia fans do that. Thumbtacks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. Thumbtacks. Oh yeah. Everything. I'm like Justin, dude. Go for it, buddy. So do I you, ain't doing it. <laughs> so yeah. you got to get a tetanus shot after that. <laughs> Those did, better be washed in yeah. alcohol. But yeah. I'm like. Ugh. Towards the end, yeah. I was like, I- I'm good for one big move. Okay. That's it. So we need to make. That big move count. It's going to be at the end of the match, and whatever it's going to be, it's going to be grand in grand fashion. So I like I'm good it. for one. So <laughs> go out with a bang. Yeah, you need to you need to pick your spot, and make it good because I'm good for one. That's after that I can't promise you. Yeah, <laughs> going out with a bang, Teddy. I'm telling you. That's... Hey, Troy. I'm glad you took time to hang yep, out with we, us in the garage. And very much appreciate it. I like what you guys are doing yeah. here. Um, like I said, I listen to pretty much every episode. And, uh, yeah, you guys are really, you know, getting the word out about yeah. folks in Grant County. And, and Yeah, we enjoy it. We enjoy getting some interesting yeah. people on and talking shop. But before we let you go, Teddy here has got some some rapid fire. Yeah, oh. let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's go. It's summertime. You're at a barbecue, cookout, whatever. We ask everybody this one. You know, what are you drinking? Water, tea, lemonade? Sweet tea. For Sweet sure. tea. Okay. You going for a burger, a bride, or a hot dog? A burger, all the way. All right. 
What's your favorite sport other than wrestling to watch on TV? Which you said you don't watch much of it anyway. Not but much what would you watch? Dude, football. Right football. Football. College, and, college fan, and pro. Right? Uh, I don't watch college too much. I don't really get into it really like a lot of people do. Um, but yeah, pro football for sure. You're a Colts fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Doesn't, sound like it. Doesn't sound like it. I got a love hate relationship with yeah. the Colts right now. Uh, I, I treat them kind of. I, I told somebody that they're kind of like, you know, people have bad relationships. Sometimes you you, you got a wife that cheats on you. <laughs> Keep taking her back. No, she's cheating on you, and you know she's going to do it. But you love her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you love this woman so much. And when she tells you she's going to work, you don't believe it. <laughs> you know she's not going to that's work. A, that, that's you know, a perfect you, analogy. Oh, for, my gosh. You know she's not at you, the store. You want to break up with her. but You know she's not at the store. You know where she's at and what she's doing. When the Colts tell me they're going to win this football game, I don't believe them. That's like when the Colts lose, Conrad, he, he don't uh, answer his phone for two days. No, I don't, I don't get mad at him. <laughs> like, like. Monday night, I just laughed. I was like, this is comical. Right? Yeah. How in the world? They get, gave you hope in the dude, first quarter. I don't get hope. Yeah. I don't get hope. Listen, Fourth quarter, they, every time, they just fold up. This, <laughs> this is how I always start because, man, I, I was a little boy sitting in front of a color console TV, a t- an RCA tube TV, mm-hmm. watching those guys come in to Indianapolis on that semi-truck. Oh, yeah. I, I was there. I watched it. I And... Colts fan ever since, right. right? Eric Dickerson, buddy. Oh yeah. So Jeff George. When it's yeah. game day, yeah. <laughs> when it's game, if it's an away game, I'm wearing my white jersey. Right. If, if if we're at home, I'm at I'm at I'm at Lucas Oil. Dude, I suffered through them Captain Comeback years. Yeah, <laughs> I was there. I watched it, but I can't watch it anymore and not. Have, I mean, people get, oh, you're a bandwagon. I, I, I like the Bills now. I cheer for the Bills. They're an exciting mm-hmm. football team to watch. So I watch every game yeah. the Bills play. I got the NFL Network. Yeah. I watch every game the Bills play and just to watch how they move the ball uh-huh. and how the, their defense and how the, they're alert and yeah. they actually look like they want to well, play football. Right. The, and then you watch the culture like, what? I am not giving you, we, we I'm need, not giving you that. We I'm need to write you, the Bills uh, a letter. Hey. <laughs> You know when people say, I wish I knew uh, when I was in the good old days? Right. Well, you're in your you're good, in old, good old days. You're in your good it's old days. Because I went through that Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Winning so many regular right. season but games. even him. Yeah. Even him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd get to the playoffs huh. and just, he was a yeah. different football player. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I actually, like, I remember watching that game when they beat the Bears and the tears that came yeah. up, I cried like a little baby yeah. when, when I seen Peyton well, hold that trophy up. I was bawling because I never thought in my lifetime when Mar- I was going to see that. When Marlon intercepted that football, I was like, everything that I had ever dreamt of was coming true. Like I, I like even talking about this makes me sound ridiculous over a football game. But I was like, I have something that I'm cheering for, and it's really happening. Right. They're going, they're going to the Super Bowl. I made uh, twice baked potatoes. I had I made jalapeno poppers. You know, little hot dog wings. Like I went all out just for that Super Bowl. And when Devin Hester ran it back, I was like. 
oh no, this could be bad. <laughs> this could, but they they did something, and you know, so I, I always start off. I got my Colt socks on. I got my you know my jersey. I got all this Colt stuff on. Sunglasses. I got my uh, kicking the stigma bracelet on. I'm ready to rock and roll. And before we're even at halftime, I've got it all taken off. <laughs> I'm so mad. Yeah, I, I came over here one time. I, all I had left on was a Colts hat. I was like. Yeah. I, well, I, I told my wife, I'm not going to buy any more. I mean, I spent so much money on Colts stuff. <laughs> I'm like, if I ever buy another jersey, it's not going to have nobody's name on it but my name. <laughs> it's a good idea. I'm not yep. going to spend money and put somebody else's name on a jersey. It's going to be DJ Troy or, or, or something <laughs> on the back of that jersey. Franchise, even. I it's like not going to be. It definitely ain't going to be Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, so He's got more interceptions right now than touchdowns. And I swore at the beginning of the season, he was going to take us to the playoffs. He's going to take us deep into the I playoffs. I was waiting for him. You want to know why I was really rooting for him? And Carson him? was a good dude, too. Yeah. Just great character off the mm-hmm. field. I mean, yep. the dude, upstanding dude, and he, he, dude, we choked. Yeah. We got a prayer. We've been spoiled. Uh, you know, I didn't realize it until one of my buddies said, you know, you Colts fans have been spoiled. You've been spoiled with Peyton Manning and that little bit of time you had with Andrew Luck. You were spoiled. I was like, yeah, yeah, and now I need that. Yeah. I need, right. like, Dear Jim Polian, or uh, Bill Polian, yeah. I feel like Eminem, like <laughs> writing a letter. <laughs> this is the second time I've wrote you. Right? You still haven't answered, still Bill. Haven't answered Bill. I mean, like Jim Ursay, like I, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like Chris Ballard is like the uh, the attorney that that is. Uh, Breaking you the news that you're not inheriting the money that right. you were supposed to, and then uh, Gregson Ryan Gregson that was there. I feel like he was the guy that was like sold you a bad vehicle. Yeah, it's like she's like sorry you ran out of your ninety right. or your ninety. Yeah, your lemon law, you're screwed. So. <laughs> yeah, I but, don't know what to think. It's just it's tough. I, I don't get. I mean, it's tough to get excited about them because they're not even excited. So don't seem like it. I, I got I a little. I did get a little jazzed for Jeff Saturday. I, I was. I was strictly PR. Yeah, they want a, they no. want a smiling face in there yep. that, that yep. the fans know and the fans like. Yeah, um, but I guarantee he, he didn't have enough nope. money for nope. Peyton Manning or something. No. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton, that Manning cast is yeah. hilarious, though. It is. I, I liked when he had uh, Marshawn Lynch, but. Anyways, thank you so much worry, for guys. taking the time. We want to give a shout-out to our sponsors, uh, Beast Prince out of Fairmount. They'll hook you up, get a hold of them. They'll get your team looking right. Uh, or yourself. Or yourself. You, you want some fan gear? Beast Prince. They can get it. Uh, Mama Pearson, Soporium. Yeah, they, they'll make you smell good. Hey, not just you, but your car and your your home. Hey, that beard you got right there, man. Uh Oil that sucker up. (laughs) And uh, a big shout out to Jennifer Swanner at Nicholson 2.0. Always, always looking out for us and and being a wonderful sponsor. But uh, uh, next week we're going to have on Nick Baker. 
Possibly, right? Possibly. We've got Harold yeah. Coates from East Harold Coates coming over. Uh, East week. softball coach. Getting yeah. all the IW guys over here. Well, <laughs> what? And now if we can just get either Coach Lang or, or Coach uh, Tonegal, that Tonegal, would be awesome. Send them. Send them on. Yeah. Send them on, we'll man. We'll put the word in. All right. well, I hope so. That would be great. That's uh, but, but before we go, I, I do have one little thing to mention. We need to tell Troy that, you know, you said you come over that one day. With just your Colt hat on. Yeah. It's because he doesn't tell anybody. Because, like I said, he likes music, too. And Like, one of his favorite songs was the Apple Bottom Jeans right. and Boots <laughs> with the Fur. Right. He's, he's got some Apple Bottom apple bottom Jeans with Colt things on it oh, and Boots with the Fur with there the Colt on there. Yeah. Dang it, Ted. <laughs> Dang it. Anyways, I'll, we'll check you guys later. Yeah, thanks, Troy. Right. We appreciate Troy. it. Hey, All no right. worries, guys. All right. When last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made, you're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheel and dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm going to